Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reichley. Greetings. Welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show, On the Mark. If it's the first Friday of the month, not only is it Mark Lawrence and Ben Reichley, but it is Art Art Thomas, chairman of the Greater Susquehanna Valley Chamber of Commerce, president of MECTEC and Diversified Construction, and a real doer around here and a real donor around here. The company is very generous. We see their sponsorships and support for a wide range of Nonprofits in the region, and we see Art in the back row, board member at a number of organizations, and helpful things. So, Art, thanks for all you're doing, and thanks for coming in today. Thank you. It's great to be here. Much appreciated. And on the news line with us now, Bob Garrett, President and CEO of the Greater Susquehanna Valley Chamber of Commerce, and a pretty busy guy himself, probably enjoying a four-day weekend as soon as he gets (laughs) off the radio. Bob, thank you so much for calling in. Hey, that was uh, four days and thirty minutes uh, to be exact there. But uh, yeah, I won't uh, won't start my holiday for uh, a few hours yet, uh, Mark. But uh, thank you for uh, your endorsement uh, that I get away and uh, and refresh. Well, and uh, you are spot on as. Occasionally happens. 298,000 new jobs was the prediction that you were sharing with us. And we got 315,000 new jobs. Unemployment flat at 3.5% was the prediction from just about everybody in the economics department. And it looks like it went up to 3.7%. So, Bob, your reaction to the latest unemployment numbers? Yeah, so uh, yeah, I, I guess you can call that spitting distance. Uh, that the uh, those who know more than I do, or those who are silly enough to try to predict that they uh, know more than I do, uh, uh, we're saying 298,000. So at 315,000, uh, this is still extremely robust. The uh, what we know for sure is the predictions that things were going to uh, hit the brakes and come to a screeching halt are, are dead wrong. Uh, we know that for a fact. We know that. You know, as compared to July, sure, the, we're down 200,000 from July, but July was was phenomenal, unbelievable. Um, I, I think the thing that we would most focus on is, as the uh, commentator was saying at uh, at the 8:30 break, was there was there continues to be a real mismatch of um, of the available jobs. He he mentioned the number 11.2 million, uh, with 5.7 million people out there looking for work. Uh, the unemployment rate uh, is probably we'll find out in the details uh, why it went up. Uh, how, how do you create uh, uh, more than a quarter million jobs and have the unemployment rate go up? Chances are that means that the labor force uh, numbers have gone up a little bit. So um, we'll, we'll uh, as the show unfolds, we'll uh, get into these numbers much deeper and see if we can get a better understanding of what they all mean. All right. Well, yeah, I think uh, what we're seeing 
is clear evidence of people starting to want to go back to work. I see participation just bumped up from 62.1 to 62.4 from July to August. So we have more people wanting to participate, and what a surprise. Unemployment went up a little bit. That's a reflection of the participation. It's pretty clear to me. We have had some big businesses have national news that there are going to be some layoffs, or there have been some layoffs, but I think it's all about participation, and people are finally, I think, starting to... uh, want to come back in. Have we ever nailed down precisely why folks aren't coming back to the workforce? I heard child care talked about today. Other reasons? I just heard this week, and I didn't realize it, but I think that there's uh, quite a few people that are still having their rent subsidized as a result of COVID. I mean, we're two and a half years in, but I was speaking to a landlord that owns a couple hundred properties, and he indicated that he knew several of his tenants on those properties were still getting their rent paid for. So that's a big deal. I think the Alfred E. Newman comic where he would say, why kill yourself? (laughs) Subscribe to the magazine. Don't go to the newsstand every month. So why kill yourself? So, yeah, so that might be a factor. We've heard about child care. I think we can dismiss the safety concern that we used to have. Some folks are saying they were concerned about COVID out in the world mm-hmm. and didn't want to participate there. I think we should just about be done with that. All right, Ben, jobless number reaction and, and participation inching back up. Uh, participation inching up, but you see uh, this 3.7. That's going to be an interesting number. We'll see the Bloomsburg, the Fox businesses, the CNBCs start to dive into that Wall Street Journal, what they say about that number. Uh, my concern is when this government money runs out and uh, it's not filling the pipeline, what we see. The problem with government getting permits. Here, Here's one of the problems. If you think people are going to back to work, that is a large, large percentage in the private sector. That's not in the government sector. The government sector, you go to Harrisburg, there is not a lot of those people in their seats. The, the, as, as a guy told me, we don't have a lot of rumps sitting in these government buildings down here. So uh, I'm sure he didn't use that <laughs> phrase. <laughs> exactly. No, he said buttocks. No, uh, but uh, so, you know, that, that will one of the things is government has to get back to work to allow people to work. This IRS debacle where people haven't gotten the refunds in nine, ten over a year. Uh, so, you know, we'll have to see. I think the term, and Bob picked up on it, was the mismatch of which sectors are moving. So when you see the economy, the economy is like a wheel, and a, and a wheel needs to roll. If you see some flat spots, those are the hiccups and things that uh, that we are running into. And a lot of that is, as Art said, for the COVID people or the safety people, people getting back to work, if they're still being subsidized for some reason, and as you said, why kill yourself? If you, if you can make 80% doing nothing, you're saving your body for the future. <laughs> Whatever you have in plan. <laughs> Bob, bring it locally uh, in terms of uh, some of the, the impacts on the local economy. What, what's the good news around here? What's the tougher news? Or where are we still stuck around here? Yeah, Mark, I, uh, I, I've been characterizing in my What to Watch For, the little uh, briefing that we do ahead of this uh, show, I've been characterizing as the national picture as the uh, known unknowns, if you will. Uh, so the things we know we don't know, 
um, what we know locally uh, as known knowns or things we know we know, okay, and what we know we know is that uh, our four counties that we say uh, make up the greater Susquehanna Valley are continuing to be among the lowest in the state. Um, Montour uh, right up there uh, with at 3.2%, just a couple of counties below Montour. You might be interested in knowing maybe like Chester County, Montgomery County, um, and uh, like Adams County, those kind of counties uh, are the ones a little bit uh, lower. But Montour is in the uh, is right there at the fifth lowest in the state. Uh, Union County is right behind it. Uh, Montour and Bucks County uh, are at the same at 3.2 percent. Union County is at 3.3 percent, which makes it the seventh lowest in the state. Uh, Snyder County, interestingly, actually had a little slight uh, uptick uh, in their unemployment rate. They're up to 3.9 percent. So. If you take Montour, Union, and Snyder, that, that is three of the 12 lowest counties in the state. Uh, Northumberland County is a little bit higher, always is. Uh, there actually are continuing to be a couple of zip codes in Northumberland County where there looks to be like there's a, a labor surplus, um, and uh, we're doing everything we can with that mismatch, making sure that those folks have whatever it takes, transportation, uh, uh, child care, all the other things you were talking about, Mark. Um, uh, and they're getting into the labor force. So Northumberland County is at 4.7%. Our state unemployment rate is 4.3%. Uh, so one county above uh, the state rate and all the other counties below the state unemployment rate of 4.3%. As is often the case, uh, Bob Garrett invites an outside voice to bring additional wisdom to this panel. And uh, today he has uh, summoned Jason Fink, President and CEO of the Williamsport Lycoming Chamber of Commerce, a man I'm somewhat familiar with. I interviewed him 20 years ago, so it's just <laughs> we're just playing catch-up here, Jason. Thank you so much for calling in. Hey, good morning, everybody. I really do appreciate it. Uh, first, we always try to extract some reaction to what we heard on the jobless figures. Uh, if you weren't tuned specifically, 315,000 uh, jobs filled. I wouldn't say new jobs. These are a lot of returning people to existing openings. So 315,000 jobs filled by somebody out there in the world, in the U.S. And the unemployment rate actually ticked up to 3.7%. And the participation rate went from 62.1% to up to 62.4%, so an upward bounce along the bottom for the participation rate. Jason, your view on these national numbers, and uh, you can start to localize them too. Well, uh, from the national side of it, it's definitely uh, everything that we've been hearing uh, with regards to available uh, jobs in the marketplace. Um, You know, one of the challenges that uh, I think industry not only nationally but locally is uh, being able to get those bodies to fill those positions. Um, You look at the jobs that are out there, uh, they're quality jobs, they're family-sustaining jobs. Uh, It's not just um, those minimum wage jobs that are out there. There's a lot of good-paying jobs, and we see it here in our own backyard, uh, you know, regionally, uh, you know, whether it's uh, in Lycoming County or any of the adjacent counties to us, uh, there are plenty of companies out there looking to hire that have good paying jobs or good family sustaining jobs, great skills, uh, you know, things that uh, people would want to, you know, go to work for every day, uh, you know, rewarding jobs. Um, it's just being able to get people to take and, you know, fill those positions. 
folks who are on the panel of this show would be familiar with the Williamsport Lycoming Chamber of Commerce. But for our broad audience, give us a quickie update. I'll give you a two-minute elevator speech here about the mission and work of the chamber and bring us up to date about the the state of the chamber today. Well, um, our chamber, uh, we do general chamber work, but uh, in addition to that, we're also the Industrial Development Corporation for Lycoming County. Uh, so we do a lot of uh, business and industry work uh, directly with uh, companies here looking to uh, expand as well as uh, being able to bring in new companies to the market. Uh, we've been fortunate enough to be able to work with not only new companies such as Digger Specialties uh, that is uh, going in across from the county landfill on US-15, um, but we've been able to work with some new companies or excuse me, existing companies here in the market, uh, West Pharmaceuticals, for example, just uh, broke ground on an addition here uh, back in uh, June. They're going to be expanding their plant in Williamsport. In addition to that, they just announced an expansion in Jersey Shore. Uh, that expansion will add another 125 jobs to the market as well. So uh, we work with business industry in that way. Uh, in addition to that, uh, we are also the designated tourist promotion agency for Lycoming County, and so we operate the Lycoming County Visitors Bureau as well, uh, doing a lot of the travel and tourism activities, which also add to the quality of life for those who live here in the market and also uh, some of the same tools that we use to be able to attract new people to the area to take on some of the jobs that are here in our market. So. Jason, Ben Reichley here. Uh, boy, long time. I, I want to say we talked uh, pre-COVID a number of times, but uh, good to hear you. And uh, my question is going to be, give us the update. And our folks down here understand parts of Little League because they see it in baseball, but the economic impact with Little League and also the Major League coming in on a, on a Sunday night. Well, <clears throat> thanks, Ben, and good uh, catching up with you again. Uh, it, it's one of the things where if you look at uh, Little League Baseball um, and, and the two weeks now pretty much that we're getting out of the series uh, with the expansion and we kick everything off here in the community with the Grand Slam Parade, which takes place on the Monday, and then everything culminates on Championship Sunday. You know, it's two weeks. It's a great two weeks. It fills our hotels, but the fact of the matter is they fill the hotels within the region. It's not just Williamsport and Lycoming County that sees the benefit of it. We know uh, we're placing people who are calling us uh, for rooms. Uh, we're placing them in adjacent counties just because of the fact that we don't have the hotels here in the market. And people go, well, why don't you have it? Uh, you know, you could definitely build more hotels. And, you know, they always say you don't build churches for Christmas and Easter. You don't build hotels just for two weeks out of the year. So from that aspect of it, uh, it's a great thing to be able to not only fill our hotels but also help fill the hotels within the region. Um, You're looking at roughly a $40 million economic impact over those uh, two weeks. Um, The Major League Baseball game is added to that. Um, Usually what we would find is that first week um, we wouldn't fill up with all the hotels um, now with that game coming in, ESPN brings in a ton of crews to be able to get that stadium fit out for that ball game. So it's it's a really nice uh, nice kick uh, into our local economy with that. 
Bob, we'll turn the, the floor over to you, President and CEO of the Greater Susquehanna Valley Chamber of Commerce. Bob. Thank you, Mark, and uh, greetings, uh, Jason. It's good to hear your voice. Uh, um, uh, I last Monday morning, I was, uh, or this, you know, this Monday this past week, I was uh, driving up to work and listening to a national radio broadcast, and they had the team mother of the Hawaiian team uh, on the radio and was interviewing her and talking to her about um, about the Little League, uh, about the World Series. And, of course, she was flying high, uh, uh, taking her son home as a world champion. Uh, but she really, really heaped on the praise uh, on Williamsport and all Williamsport does uh, to welcome the world. And, and you know, in, our, uh, in the world you and I live in, uh, Jason, we're always uh, right now uh, the, the big... 800-pound gorilla or the bright light, however you want to say it in the room, is what are we going to do about workforce? What are we going to do about workforce? And it, I couldn't help but to think, now, now Williamsport like Cumming Chamber, the Williamsport, uh, greater Williamsport area, all the people you uh, partner with, you guys had this figured out. Uh, you know, the, the, the teams were just absolutely full of praise for all that you did. Um, tell us a little bit about what you do to welcome the world, and is there anything we can learn from that that maybe we can also help welcome a future workforce uh, into our area? So two-part question there, Jason. Well, I appreciate it, Bob, and actually it's funny. Um, we, we, uh, my, my family and I were out for dinner uh, uh, during the series and actually sat with a few people. We were at a local uh, hibachi grill and sitting at the table with us was a, a, a group of families from Hawaii and uh, we started talking and uh, they uh, started talking about how beautiful our area was and, and I, my, my wife and I were sitting there and we're like these are people from Hawaii who think that this is lush, this is beautiful area they live in Honolulu <laughs> and I'm sitting there and I'm like that's a perspective that I never would have thought I heard would hear from somebody who lives on a beautiful island. Uh, so trust me, I, I, it was one of those things where I got their names. I'm hoping to be able to connect with them at some point because I'd love to be able to get their uh, their comments into some marketing materials. You know, you look at it. Uh, we kick off the the community celebration with the Grand Slam parade. Uh, we bring about forty thousand people uh, into the downtown area to welcome the teams even before they step out onto the fields. Um, this year, uh, with it being the 75th Little League World Series, um, we were finishing up our statue project that we initiated back in 2014 with the 75th anniversary of Little League Baseball. We were fortunate enough uh, that we were recognizing three notable people who have been to the Little League World Series over the 75 years, uh, Cy Young, Jackie Robinson, and President Bush. Um, we were fortunate enough to be able to have both Rachel Robinson and President Bush come in for the statue unveiling, uh, so that added to some of the excitement going on in the area. Uh, and then we culminate uh, our community celebration uh, with a great street festival in downtown Williamsport called Williamsport Welcomes the World. Um, it's a great community block party, basically, uh, with a lot of street vendors. It takes place on the Friday of championship weekend, which is the off day. And we get about 20,000, 25,000 people in downtown Williamsport. A lot of the people who are in for the World Series get an opportunity to mingle with a lot of the local people here. And it's just a, a great experience, you know, that we've been fortunate enough to be able to host uh, 
the World Series for the last 75 years, so our community is accustomed to having visitors here during August. And uh, it's something we all look forward to, and, and it's great to be able to see that the community continues to embrace it. Um, from our end of it, uh, it's one of those things where I think one of our bigger challenges is not being able, isn't the welcoming side of it, because I think, you know, even outside of like Cumming County, Central Pennsylvania, North Central Pennsylvania, we do a great job in, uh, welcoming people to our communities. It's available housing, um, I think, is our biggest challenge right now. Uh, we just don't have enough housing in our market to be able to accommodate any, enough people to that want to come here. Um, you know, we have some older homes, but we don't have a lot of newer homes that are vacant that uh, we can get people quickly uh, acclimated to our area. Well, thank you so much, Jason. Can we have an additional remark, anything you'd like to add to our discussion? Well, I, I just I, I will say I appreciate the opportunity to come on and talk with uh, some folks that I've uh, either worked with uh, more recently, uh, like Bob or uh, everybody else on the call, that uh, it's been a while uh, since uh, we've been able to talk. Mark, it's been, like you said, uh, about 20 years uh, since you've been up here in the Williamsport market on air, um, and uh, great to hear your voice again on air. Um, I just appreciate uh, all the work that uh, is being done within the region. Bob's a great partner. I will tell you right now, um, he's been able to help us when we needed, needed it with the Williamsport Regional Airport on advocating for air service here and greatly appreciate the partnership that we have um, because it's not just uh, county by county. It's a more regional approach to being able to get, po get, get folks to move here uh, to put business and industry here and to really enjoy the quality of life that we have here in, in our region. Well, thank you so much for all you're doing. Thanks for your help and for checking in today. We appreciate that. Check back in as time goes on. Tell Bob you're ready for an update, and, and <laughs> we'll get you back on the radio. Sounds good. Thank you, Jason. Take care. Good to hear from you again. This is uh, Jason Fink, President and CEO of the Williamsport Lycoming Chamber of Commerce. Uh, on the news line and on hold right now, Bob Garrett of the Greater Susquehanna Valley Chamber of Commerce. Our Thomas is here and Ben Reichley, our co-host. We'll take a quick break. We're going to continue uh, our glimpse at the jobless situation and the Chamber's uh, many activities. Coming up. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We'll open up the phone lines, or check that. We'll open up the mics again. We'll start with Art, just some additional reaction, and I've been calling it wisdom, some, some good information for our show today. 
Well, uh, just off offline, we were talking. I was talking about the participation again. You know, in April of 2020, which is the lowest month when nobody was working, participation was 60.2, and now we jumped up to 62.4. So, a very small incremental change in participation means a whole lot of millions of jobs. I think we're back at the pre-pandemic level. We're very close to the pre-pandemic mm-hmm. level of jobs. February of 20 was 63.4, a full mm-hmm. percentage above where we are now. So. All right, and Bob, an additional comment? What's cooking with the chamber? we got one minute. Yeah, thanks, Mark. Uh, just want to let everybody know that our annual Young Americans Golf Classic uh, is later this month, September 23rd, down at uh, Knobles Three Ponds. Uh, come on down and see what you can do to uh, rough up Ben Reichley, who's, uh, the, I think he's the pro down there at uh, Knobles or something like that, or has the lowest ever average or something. Uh, but the And then we have the Women's Leadership Symposium. That's coming up in October. Good registration coming in on that. That's October 11th. Uh, throughout downtown Lewisburg, and then uh, we'll finish up the uh, year with our Innovation Summit on December December 8th. Uh, that'll be at the Sun Technical School. Right, Bob's, uh, Bob Ben says he's king of the putt-putt yeah. uh, out at Canobles. <laughs> yeah, believe me. Or maybe the 19th hole. I think I can compete <laughs> in the 19th hole. Well, thank you for all that, Bob. Uh, thank you, panel, for everything. Very much appreciated. We looked at the jobless rate, 3.7%. That's an increase, so it appears as though hiring may be slowing. Last month, we had, what, 500-some thousand yeah. jobs? Yeah, and this time, just mm. 300,000. So <laughs> maybe we, in terms of employment, this will be the, the bottom of the jobless, uh, the employment picture, not even a jobless rate anymore. I like that characterization. Thank you, Bob, for checking in today. Bob Garrett, President and CEO of the Greater Susquehanna Valley Chamber of Commerce. Art Thomas came in, probably a day off for you. The boss always takes Friday off before Labor Day. Chairman of the Chamber and President of MechTech and Diversified Construction. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Very much appreciated. Ben Reichley going to stick around, and we're going to talk about everything else. I'm going to pardon him for any convictions of marijuana he ever had. (laughs) This is WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reichley. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show, On the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Ben is directly across me, fine local businessman. He is building a new home on Market Street in Sealands Grove. The brick is up, so they're definitely going to be indoors this winter at the new home of his many employee, fellow employees, owner employees. So, welcome aboard, sir. Thank you. Good to be here. Republican committee person and observer of the body politic and uh, very informed on a wide range of issues <laughs> that relate to politics and current events, or as he would say, well, without a life that frees me up to read. So. Oh, geez, read, <laughs> listen, you try to, but... Uh, Two eyes, two ears, one mouth. Okay. Use those in proportion through your life, and you might be somebody. You'll do okay. Yeah, well said. All right. Rob Sanders on the other side of the glass. His fabulosity yet mm-hmm. to be tested today, so give him a buzz. 1-800-795-9565 is the open line. You can talk about what you just heard in terms of the jobless rate going up slightly. I think a lot of folks had predicted last month that hiring was begin to slow a little bit, and maybe it did last Certain month. Certain sectors. Right. Uh, Three point. 
2.7% now to the jobless rate, up slightly. So you can talk about those numbers. Also, we got the governor is doing his marijuana pardons. He had talked mm-hmm. about that a tiny bit years ago, but almost everybody's surprised that they opened it up yesterday. Uh, marijuana so, pardons for low-level convictions. There sounds like the governor and the president are in Pennsylvania a lot, maybe to promote their U.S. Senate candidate. <laughs> well, Prop him up, help him do whatever, whatever needed. Do whatever it takes. Here we got the president and the former president in Pennsylvania lately. Yeah. Uh, we had President Biden yesterday on Independence Hall. Uh, the uh, unifier in chief has yeah. quit, and the instigator in chief is at the microphone. Ch- so. I, I will say one thing about the whole Biden administration: you can agree, disagree on policies and procedures. Uh, but there is something that this administration does not get with the optics. Almost everything they've done from an optics standpoint, I mean, the policies, optics of Afghanistan, the economy, uh, border, and, of course, the media is complicit in not covering the border. Now we're seeing the border get covered because of what's just, going on in I Chicago, New York, and D.C. coverage from yes. the southern border. Now we are. Now we are. We weren't getting it three months ago, six months ago on the southern border. Uh, you didn't Wall- ask me where I saw it. Well, you're going to say you saw it on MSNBC, no, I hope. Fox. <laughs> oh, Fox, okay. <laughs> they got a guy down there all the time. Uh, yeah, Bill. Well, they got a couple people. But again, what, and now what's starting to happen is these, these mayors are now complaining. It's a great strategic point to say, hold it, you, you folks aren't covering this. So, But again, the optics. So last night, the president was going to discuss this. And of course, you, you saw this trial balloon a month ago when they floated the ultimate MAGA, the MAGA. They Ultra floated MAGA. those terms to see which took. So their focus groups are saying, now come out and do this. And this is a ploy for the election. This is what the Democrats now are going to run on. But boy, last night, I'm watching this, I think, who is... Uh, this is a political speech... Uh, of a presidential standpoint with the Marines in the background and the colors, but the optics and the the lighting, the shading, the it, it seemed to be all off. Seemed harsh. Uh, and it was, I hate to say, it was almost like the old guy in the neighborhood standing out in his yard just hollering. I mean, speak, Mr. President. You don't have to holler. And don't don't give me this as his passion. Joe, Joe Biden's passion is about himself. I mean, and you follow his political career. So uh, it, it, the optics of this administration, they just seem to miss it, meaning if it's well, understanding. What's going that's on overseas? Messaging is their biggest shortcoming. We tried yeah. to talk about that a little bit with uh, Chris Ellis from Bucknell yeah. yesterday, and, the, and he agreed somewhat, but uh, also said that there's also genuine policy issues in Washington. General it's not just a message. Issues. You know, he might have some successes lately, but mostly he's, you know, they've been pretty slow to get going. Okay, so certainly President Biden's remarks are on the table for conversation today. We have open phones on the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. We would love to hear from you today. And we do have some brief news headlines right now. AP reporting that Pennsylvanians with minor nonviolent marijuana criminal convictions could be pardoned starting today in a period... That ends until the end of the month, with or ends at the end of the month, under a joint effort of the governor, Tom Wolf, and the lieutenant governor. The pardon effort will allow anyone who has been convicted of possession of marijuana or small amount.
out for personal use to apply for a pardon. No age limit for the conviction. And the officials estimate that thousands of Pennsylvanians are eligible due to their conviction over the past decades. Uh, the president, nope, check that, a regional outreach person in three states for normal. Uh, it's funny, AP puts in normal but never says what it stands for. <laughs> as though that's perfectly normal. Because Everybody, they think it's normal. Yeah. Right. Uh, my father would never know <laughs> what normal stood for. Mm-hmm. National Organization for the Reform of Marijuana Laws, Chris Goldstein, said this is as much as they can do. It's still really limited. He said last year 13,000 people were arrested for marijuana. They could potentially benefit from this. Can you give me an of, example uh, of what, what this was this somebody getting pulled over with a traffic violation and they found a dime bag or nickel 000. bag in their in their car or something? I don't is know, that, but you can search the date, state database for, th- for marijuana ar- related arrests. And he somebody came up walking with down 000. like Rittenhouse Square in Philadelphia and well, it could be trafficking marijuana. Well, be. trafficking, I don't think that's a non-violent. Is that non-violent? Well, no, he's just saying 13,000 people arrested for marijuana use. So maybe uh, f- folks who had marijuana in their system or whatever. But, hey, we can ask him to call us. That would yeah, be an interesting conversation. Be. This is their time. I mean, marijuana, you know, 20 years ago, normal was thriving, and you wondered why, because there mm-hmm. was no movement on it. But now they, uh, they've they been able interesting to. Interesting timing on this. Isn't this the gov- lieutenant governor's lieutenant pet governor. project? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not interesting timing. It's blatantly <laughs> obvious timing. Okay. It's like <laughs> trying to be a little like polite. Stu- yeah, it's like the student loan <laughs> debacle. Oh, okay. All right. A, uh, so that's one story, the marijuana pardons. I, I, you know, personally, I see both sides of this. I see, I see that they're minor offenses. I certainly think we should have marijuana legal and taxed, but um, to pardon people who have been convicted previously uh, for violating laws of the land. Uh, but I were they convicted on? They're the misdemeanors, aren't they? Mm, I don't know. Are these that. felonies? I, well, no, I wouldn't think so. Maybe misdemeanor threes, okay. you know, more serious. If any of our good listeners who are attorneys or officers want to say yeah. simple possession of marijuana what's what's the penalty there now driving under the influence they should be pardoned okay what would you say i mean that's like driving under the influence of, of marijuana that hurts you driving i don't know marijuana they, they say that today's marijuana is strong and it really impacts drivers so that should be right up there with drunk driving i would think but maybe not hey okay. to be, that's, that's why they call it a talk show we want people to talk about this <laughs> all right next news story ap also reporting that doug mastriano is suing the january 6th committee com- contending that the committee lacks appointees from the house minority leader kevin mccarthy and thus subsequently doesn't comply with the U.S. House rules for conducting a compelled deposition. Mastriano cut short his possibility for a closed-door interview last month without answering questions. A committee spokesman declined comment on the lawsuit. Mm. In case you've forgotten, former President Donald Trump holds a rally this weekend in Wilkes-Barre. It will be at Mohican Sun Arena at 7 p.m. Doors open at 2 o'clock. There will be entertainment and concessions there if you wish to go. It will be standing room only. All right, you it's know, gonna be packed good. up there. Be interesting. And I doubt that he would get too many protesters. I would not go to a MAGA rally and stand across the street and yell. I, I have a feeling. I don't know if it's a MAGA rally. I think it's the GOP party throwing the rally. Okay, I mean, or is it ultra? Ultra, Ultra MAGA. MAGA here. This this was a month ago. You accurately picked it. Pick the date. This is Joe Biden a month ago. The other path is the Ultra MAGA plan. Right, that was his trial balloon. Yeah, that's they throw the trial balloons, and both parties do it well. The Democrats are excellent 
at circling the wagons and protecting their own. Republicans, the dumb blah, 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 eat their own at times. So, uh, But no, that the, the trial balloons, they floated out, and this MAGA thing must have worked somewhere. But, boy, Mark, I'll tell you what. Uh, Again, the optics just look very, very uh, bleak when you talk about uh, a, a president who wanted to unite during his uh, inauguration yeah, speech. <laughs> and now what, what are we doing here? And let me ask you this. Is there somebody missing in action in the administration? Well, Kamala's ready for the NASA launch, so uh, I don't know if she's just staying down there waiting for the launch. <laughs> so, what, they delayed the launch to delay her vice presidency? To delay her return, well, that could be. Well, yeah, she's a non-performer, which is kind of a shame, but, I mean, she's mm. done a few things, but nothing you wish, noteworthy. You wish, they were, you wish they were adding value to well, remember, the she was vetted to be the president, ASAP. Vetted. Hold it, vetted. But, she had to be a certain color or a certain gender. Well, That's the vetting. Well, it wasn't exactly a big checklist, wow. but hey, come on. The clipboard only had one thing. It was uh, one of those little three-by-five clipboards. Hold it. There was a couple boxes that said, uh, can do the job, will do the job. Might. capable of doing the job. Right. And they missed those boxes, I okay. think. The clipboard was like one of those little clippies that's on the golf cart on the steering wheel <laughs> that holds one card. Okay. All right. And a pencil. Mm. All right. Finally, uh, BJ's Restaurant, 40th mm. anniversary. Yeah. We try to take great care of those people and get to know their names, uh, what they eat. So when they walk in the door, we know where they like to sit. And we know their likes and dislikes and probably what their favorite cocktail is. And, and that's the that's really the key. Bob Kirkpatrick participating in a video we have posted at WKOK.com and mm-hmm. on our Facebook page. Fabulous restaurant. Great place. And on our sister stations this morning, they talked about everybody called in with their BJ stories mm-hmm. about all the good places and the food the they've had there and family and fun. And Yeah, we used to have what we called soirees at BJ's in Sealands Grove. This is 30 years ago where we would go there and on Sunday night and okay. have a pre-Monday morning Ooh, uh, confab and make sure everybody was ready for Monday. Well, if I remember, it was BJ's Steak and Ribs for a long time. Now it's BJ's M Street Tavern and Oyster Bar, too. But Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, if you want seafood, uh, boy, they have a great layout there in Seals Grove. And uh, I always, uh, if I see my friends from Union, Northumberland County, I thank them for coming to Snyder County and spending some money, particularly in the borough of Seals Grove. All right. Two other stories that can help our conversation today. Nine-year-olds are struggling with math and reading. Some new educational data shows nine-year-olds are having a rough time with basic skills and recent testing. They experienced the largest average score decline in reading since 1990 and the first ever score decline in math. The declines hit all areas of the country and affected students of most races, but students of color saw some of the biggest decreases. And yes, you can blame the pandemic for this as remote learning set them back in a major, major comprehensive way, not just to scores. Did that come out of the office of Captain Obvious? Um, you know what? That's a CBS conversation starter. It doesn't actually attribute it. It just says a new study. I don't know. It's, it's all over the radio, and uh, I'm sure it's in the CBS.com if folks want to look it up. Probably yeah, in so, your local so newspaper. So ask the, ask the CDC and uh, Dr. Fauci now where uh, where things stand. And, and Fauci, I tell you, he, he is the Teflon Don when it comes to, well, I just suggested, you know, I, I, this 
was only a CDC implement. I just suggested. Yeah, okay. Right. If we ever find the real story, Mark, in our lifetime, it will be very interesting for the people who live through this to see what happened. And finally, one other soundbite, the uniter-in-chief at Independence Hall last night. Democrats, independents, mainstream Republicans, we must be stronger, more determined, and more committed to saving American democracy than MAGA Republicans are to destroying American democracy. We, the people, will not let anyone or anything tear us apart. All right, uh, Joe Biden, last evening, Independence Hall. All right, folks, what's your reaction? Jobless numbers, uh, lower test scores because of the pandemic. Captain Obvious came out with his report card on education. <laughs> President Biden, unifier in chief, marijuana parts. we got enough going on. Well, we also here. have two other stories. Well, I don't know about those. Pitt, West Virginia, the backyard brawl played last night. Great game. Came down to the, uh, what, two minutes to go in that game. Well, came down to actually almost a touchdown to tie it up at the end of the game. And then, of course, Penn State, where you could just hear the fans complaining about the quarterback. And next thing, he takes them right down, and they win that game. So two two excellent football games, college football games, played in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. And I will say this, for those who watched it, the NCAA, maybe Steve Jones can address this, the NCAA has to get their act together when it comes to this targeting rule for defensive players. It's bizarre how they interpret it. But also there's a just the strangest thing where they have to get a I say bring the rule back. You cannot push a running back or quarterback into the end zone or receiver. Anybody. Other people cannot assist uh, the forward motion of a ball carrier. Well, and, these are the uh, big issues of the day. These folks. are. Mar- the, I tell you what, Steve Jones should be all over this this afternoon. All right. SMC stands for Sunbury Motor Company. They are our sponsor this morning. Also stands for satisfying more customers or uh, just giving Ben a great vehicle to drive around on. They're uh, seeing more college football. Right. Seeing more college football. Yeah, no. SMCF. Uh, what comes with that is a need for more behind the scenes employees as they continue to grow. They're looking for entry-level and experienced technicians to join their already thriving workforce. They need folks in the quick lane, car truck service, light truck service, heavy truck service, body frame alignment, towing, painting, uh, quick lane, you name it. They would just love to have some additional workers there. So check them out at sunburymotors.com. If you are ready for a new Ford, Hyundai, or Kia, check them out. Today we'll talk about the Kia Seltos, Mm. uh, which is... uh, just a little bit below the Sportage, which is their fabulous minivan. This is a small minivan, if there is such a thing. Just has a two-liter engine, so you're going to get about 30 miles to the gallon on it on average. But yeah, I tell you what, it is just a fantastic vehicle, very sporty. It's got fabulous visibility around it. I would think it would be perfect for hunting. And of course, guess what? It has it all. Lately, I don't want to drive a car if it does not have uh, forward. Uh, collision warning and automatic lane holding and everything else. So we got to make sure that you are aware that uh, these vehicles have all <laughs> that. Has rear cross-track warning, automatic emergency braking, forward collision warning, lane keeping assisting, and lane departure warning. So small SUV, minivan, sort of a crossover, and just a fabulous vehicle. Uh, it's the Kia at the Sunbury Motor. 
company, and they would just love to do business. Yeah, go you. down, see Austin, do a test drive. Yeah, absolutely. And they do have one of those on the lot. A lot of folks were interested in some of the other Kias. They're a little bit harder to come by, but they do have uh, some of these at the Sunbury Motor Company. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. All right. Yeah, we're looking at the Sunbury Motor Company. Uh, I think that is a Kia Sorento. That's a great one. Pictures of some of the tricked-out vehicles uh, with all black windows. Beautiful car and beautiful people in that uh, picture. Fifty thousand dollar car and fifty thousand dollar people. And that's uh, I hate to say it, but that's not Austin standing next to that car. But Austin is a good-looking young man. So get down and see him. And if you ever get over to Sunbury Motors, take that test drive uh, special, Mark. Take a test drive. You buy the car. You get a free lunch at Penn's Tavern, I heard. Oh, that so, is true. So stop in That's and ask true. Jeff Clock about the uh, the buy special. Yeah, I bought two cars. I have two lunches. You should. one 800 795 we got one call coming in. we got one guy waiting. Oh, nope, that one's gone. Bob, go right ahead. You're on the mark. Yeah, good morning. I just want to say, you know, when Mike Pence was vice president, you hear, didn't hear him doing much of anything either. Everybody's coming down on Kamala Harris, you know. Well, one quick difference, and I'll let you continue here, is nobody said Kamala Harris was going to be, or that uh, Mike Pence was going to be a major decider and doer and handle some of the biggest crises within the presidency. But uh, President Biden did say that Kamala is going to attack and address and help resolve some of the biggest issues in the country. So slight difference there. But go ahead. (laughs) Well, every time, it's only been, what, a year, year and a half, maybe? Yep, she's still got time. Yeah, Ooh, that's the biggest asset she has is time. And she's a good debater. I mean, you put her up against Trump any day, she'll put him under the yeah. under the bus. Yeah, that's why she never made it to the uh, primary, but that's excellent debating skills. Well, there are other people well, even better. She made it better. to vice presidency, so we can't get much closer. Well, as far as Mastriano goes, you know, suing the January 6th panel just so he don't have to testify... He's a, a debater or one of them, you know, persons like Trump where you delay, delay, delay. No, he, he testified. He testified, Bob. What Briefly, he, yeah. Yeah, what he's doing is he wants to control his testimony, saying they cannot leak parts of it. If they give it, they give it all out, not parts of it. That's what he's suing about. Yeah, he doesn't want to be control on that, of on his that. testimony. He doesn't want to be on the jumbo tron there, being depicted as the ultra maga uh, election stealing false prophet. Uh, 
mm-hmm. what do they call false delegate person. So, well, and I think he may have a point. You know, maybe the, maybe without any minority member at all uh, from from the that's been appointed by McCarthy. Yeah. You know, obviously there's Republicans. No, it's there. not. It's an illegitimate group. It's by their laws or by their regulations. It's illegitimate, but. The press seems to well, miss thank that. heaven we have them. Bob, go right ahead. <laughs> thank heaven. Oh, I'm just going to say uh, Shapiro and Fetterman. All right, we got uh, you. Thank you so much. Thanks for checking in, Bob. Much yeah, appreciated. Better Pennsylvania. Harry, mm. you couldn't take it anymore. You had to call. Good morning. <laughs> hey, good morning, guys. I, I have a question. I, I uh, Maybe it's just because by the time I was out of high school, I was educated beyond my intelligence. But, but uh, wow. when I hear everybody describe... Biden, you know, and Biden likes to have this thought of, uh, and his supporters like to have this thought of him as the great divider, or the great unifier, um, but when a guy constantly does nothing but stand up and denigrate those who don't have the same opinion of him, where does the unifying come in? I'm, I'm missing something. I, uh, you know, do you guys have any words of wisdom as to where this unifying is that I could Witness and, uh, and Harry here. Last night I watched the Penn State game, hmm. and if they hadn't been on, I would have watched paint dry because it would have been as interesting as anything that Joe Biden was going to tell me. Well, so Pitt, I Pitt, have to be honest with that. Yeah, Pitt did <laughs> play also. Pitt West Virginia was a very very pivotal game for the uh, western part of Pennsylvania. But uh, Harry, he, he, the unifying is, and, and people might not realize this, and uh, I have not been educated among my... I'm on the reverse side of you. I still try to learn every day. So uh, I'm still trying to figure out, is potato or grain vodka better for me? So I try to do taste tests, and I'm still trying to figure that out. But here's here's what Joe Biden's unifying, folks. He is trying to be the great unifier. He's trying to unify the Democratic Party against the Republicans. He's trying to unify the moderate, what they call Republicans, into vote Democrat or not vote at all. So that's the unifying that's going on. People might not realize that. That's what trying. They floated these trial balloons. They they did these um, surveys. They've done these focus groups, and this is their message. And they started a month ago, and so that's what they're going to go in the midterms. You notice, beware anytime somebody tries to promote themselves or promote their product or promote their company while demoting somebody else's company or products or that. So right now they are demoting the Republicans in those regards, but they're in version to try to promote themselves. So we'll see if that strategy works. All right. Hey, by the way, uh, I want you to know, Ben, in, while you're doing those experiments, you're actually making yourself stronger. No, because thank you. Well, no, and, and hear me out on this. If you drink five glasses of milk a day and you push on the wall, you will not move that wall. But if you drink five vodkas a day, that wall will move all day long, so you must be getting stronger. Well, so, well, Harry, I have a I have a prescription from my doctor, so I, I only drink for medical reasons. Well, Jeez. you know where I can help you fill them, too. Sure. Okay. Come on, guys. Drink responsibly. <laughs> yes, only responsibly. All right. Thank you, Harry. Thanks for calling good in. Good to hear from you, Harry. Have a good weekend. Tell well, Barbara I, said hello. I, I think that's a good point. I mean, the president is certainly aware that he's not going to be able to attract too many Republicans to vote for him. But there's so many people in the middle. You know, I think a third of the people are Democratic supporters and will support President Biden almost no matter how bad it gets. And I think there's a lot of people that... Mm, they were will, weighing for a while, though. 
Right, well, yeah, he's kind of pulled it out with a couple of accomplishments lately. But anyway, so, and I think there's, you know, a third of the country is the uh, is the is the H in Pennsylvania, or the T in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. They're not going to support him no matter what, and they're, that's the Doug Mastriano uh, supporters that are out there, so they're not going to support him. But there's tons and tons of people in the middle, so I, I think he's saying, well, I've got to make it clear what the difference is between the two parties. Yeah, he's trying to, but again, beware. When people are demoting others to try to promote themselves or their position, beware of that. That means their position isn't strong enough to stand on its own. And, I don't know. That oh, compare and contrast policies, is Mark, always Mark, if you, relied if on you've, comparison. If you've done, if, if you won the 100 meter dash at districts, and you're going to say, I worked hard, my coaches worked hard with me, I, I made myself better. You're not going to say, yeah, I'm great. The others just aren't good. Those folks aren't good, so look at me. No, no. people do not. If, if, you're, if you feel good about your policies and procedures, your services, your product, your company, you promote that. You don't need to demote your competition. You will stand out or your company products will stand out. And right now the Democrats have to demote the Republicans and their policies. But give, give me some policies that have done well for the Democrats except for government giveaways. They gave away in the <laughs> well, chip deal, they gave that away. So so we're, we're not seeing anything. And, and, and we're, we're talking about confusion. Again, well, the, the optics, bipartisan Mark, pact legislation. Then now, the, again, well, that's bipartisan. The Democrats can't claim ownership of that. Did that not help veterans? The well, to a degree, but we'll see what the trickle-down effects could be to help. Again, we saw, talk about Milton Friedman. I'll paraphrase him. Be, beware of the good intentions of all these policies compared to the results. Look at the results. So, you know, t- time will tell, but this is, this is the marching orders that the DNC has given to the president to give to candidates and or Democratic voters, and we'll see if it sways independents or moderates. And also remember, there is still blue dog Democrats. I know it's a dying species, but there is still blue and dog Democrats. And they're free Democrats. thinkers, and you never know where they'll go. Well, beware of the free thinking, because I know a lot of people, when they think free, all of a sudden it costs me money. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, right. <laughs> and so your, your grandchildren are going to be broke, too. Yeah. And that's right. Democrats and Republicans. one 800 We'd love to to hear your opinion on this. Uh, we're talking about the divider in chief speech last night. and uh, No, no, the unifier of the Democrats. The well, unifier he's in trying, chief of the Democrats. He's trying. Yeah, that probably has worked. I think there's a couple things that have gone well for the Democrats lately. But anyway. You won't hear that on MSNBC or you hear it here on On the Mark. We're, we're, we're ahead of the curve. He's trying to unify the Democrats. Right? We're ahead 1-800-795-9565. I've talked a little about marijuana pardons. What do you think about that? Uh, this bipartisan, it isn't just Democrats or governors, it's presidents and other people issuing pardons. Here's President Trump some time ago. If I run and if I win, we will treat those people from January 6th fairly. We will treat them fairly. And if it requires pardons, we will give them pardons. And he reiterated that yesterday, that pardons is a possibility for the, I mean, there's only about a thousand but, of them. But so it's justice, like treating people fairly and justice. If, if they broke <laughs> the law, they go to jail. Right. If they haven't, and, and if this ever comes out, the treatment of the January 6th people compared to the treatment of some other people in the United States, uh, that, that's a debacle in itself 
I mean, we have technically taking on political prisoners right, when they, we look yeah. at the details. Well, that's a good point. Yeah, the, Even the Washington Post has talked about that. It is a gauntlet of you have the whole Justice Department leaning on people who were involved in January 6th, which is fine. I mean, they obviously broke the law. There's no argument. You're talking about marijuana parties? They should be uh, I mean, these are people that convicted. didn't have any priors. But, uh, yeah, their lawyers say they just can't get the word in edgewise. They're overwhelmed with uh, opposition from the Justice Department. So, yeah, even Post has talked about that. All right, 1-800-795-9565. we got open phones. We've got some good hot topics here. The president's speech. we got lower test scores thanks to the pandemic. Mm. Who knew that was going to happen? Penn State and Pitt football. Uh, Captain Obvious produced his clipboard report. <laughs> yeah, Kamala Harris, one of our good listeners, says, where's Kamala? One of our good listeners says, hey, it's, it's still early. We're only two years in. <laughs> and uh, let's see, the marijuana pardons, the president reiterating that he's going to pardon the January 6th folks. And uh, that's pres- former President Trump, right? That was not President Biden, right? Oh, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do that all the time. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We will be right back. Okay. Ooh, good bumper music. Who's this? I have no idea. Just base one. Yeah, absolutely. 1-800-795-9565. Stan is standing by. Then Dan. And hopefully somebody else that rhymes mm. with those names will be next. Stan, you're on the mark. Yeah, I want to warn the guy that gets indigestion when I get on. He best go get himself a big bottle of Pepto-Bismol because it's, it's going to be bad today it's for him. Be bad. Feel sorry for him. <laughs> for which? <laughs> Somebody called and said they, or he texted, I guess, and said they get indigestion when Stan harps against the president. Well, well, maybe that's good. It's good to Stan. He might, it, he, it, might, it, he might need something a little bit stronger. Well, you're that, you're helping hey, him. Whatever. You're helping him cleanse his his system. It's cold. You're giving him. You're yeah. giving him a radio high colonic. All right, moving on. <laughs> Go ahead, Stan. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so Biden gets up there and, and continues to divide the country. You know, with his with his rhetoric, his demonization of you know just about half the population of this country, but he's the great uniter. Yeah, that's good. I have a real I have a real problem with him. <laughs> We're done with that. You know. Yep, that's so. That is over. Stan, or Stan, he's re, he's uniting the Democrats against the Republicans. Yeah, that's the uniting he's there. going. Well, you know, he gets up there in front of the Independence Hall, desecrates the place. You know, with military backdrop and, and, the, and band. the imagery, and but the it, band too. Was it uh, Trump uh, raked over the coals, and was it Millie that after the BLM people tried to get break in down the fence and get into the White House that they came out, and Millie was there in his uniform, and they were all over him and Trump about you know using the military for for whatever they said they were going optics or whatever. So here we have Biden doing, and I guess that's okay. No, it's come up a couple times, but also remember the Marine Band was there, so uh, they he was using the military politically. But it does not matter for certain folks. I mean, oh, it's, I it does not matter if it would have been a Republican, it would have been George Bush, if it would have been H. W. Bush, who was a military guy, it would have been. And actually, George Bush was in the military. Ask Dan Rather if George W. Bush was in the military. <laughs> He was shot down. Right? Yeah, I mean, H-W. it was it was a total H-W. total political event. It has nothing to do with bringing the soul of America together. It was a political event. Well, the other you know? the other two, Stan, can I ask you this? You, is it getting 
obnoxious to hear that Joe Biden is from Scranton when he only lived there maybe six years of his life because they lived in Long Island. They The father was involved with some airport business and that didn't work, so they moved to Scranton. He was there maybe five or six years of his life, maybe a couple years, but let's say he left there at 10. So it's not political. Wilmington, Delaware does not play politically or Claymont, Delaware does not play politically, but Scranton does. Well, and I think you know, if you listen carefully, most media outlets will say the president claims it as his hometown. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, well, the question is, does Wilkes-Barre accept him as claiming that? Scranton. Scranton. I know if That's I, not fair to Wilkes-Barre. Well, whatever. I, I know I wouldn't. I would want nothing to do with him. <laughs> he, he, he is a pox on America. Well, and it gets worse every day. Remember who else had a cup of coffee in Scranton as a youth was Hillary Clinton. So, uh, again, right. Scranton is the ping pong of uh, political uh, uh, people. And uh, it, very interesting. I don't know. Bring back the office. I said, that, that's probably one of the best things that came out of Scranton. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He, he continues to, then, you know, say that he's for the Constitution, but yet tries to shred it on a daily basis with his executive orders and the stuff that the Democrats are doing. Stuff that is nowhere near constitutional. You know, the Tenth Amendment gives most of the power to the states, except for the stuff that's in enumerated powers in the Constitution. And I don't believe, you know, a lot of the departments, you know, the cabinet posts aren't in the Constitution. They were created because they thought they needed it. You know, the Constitution be damned. Department of Education was created by Jimmy Carter, uh, I'm not sure, uh, has that benefited public education or any education? Look at the debacle we're seeing. So it sounds like the Department of Education, Department of Energy might be one that you could look at and say, does that bring any value? No, absolutely none. You know, the, the, the communists had the thing, you know, control the food, control the energy, control the people. And that's what they're trying to do. They're kind of, you know, they, they don't want people growing food. They want to cut back on the on the fertilizer, and they raise the price of fuel so high that farmers can't afford to run their equipment in the fields to produce the food. And, you know, people are going to freeze this winter because of what the energy problems that we're having. In Western Europe, there's a very good chance of it, uh, what's going yeah, on there, you know, the debacle there. That was- and that was self-inflicted over the past couple of decades because they wanted to go green. I guess their leader down there in the White House can't see the see what happened in the past with them. But you know he's smarter than everybody else. Um, you know that he'll he'll solve that problem. You know it won't be a problem. Well, Stan, look at the pushback so, but, on two things though. Going green. Look what's going on in California now when people can't charge their <laughs> Teslas. And you know again, you you look at the other part. I, I think this is a lack oh, lack of go. a border mark. Also, we talk about lack of coverage of the CDC coming out and saying they all but bumbled, fumbled, stumbled the uh, pandemic. All right, we got to go. Thank you oh, so yeah. much, Stan. Thanks for calling in. All right, have a good one. Hey, you too, buddy. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, Bob, you get 60 seconds, then we're going to take a break. Go right ahead. Yeah, I want to say, you know, Biden did try to unite us, and Republicans refused to help Americans. Not one vote for anything that was passed by the Democrats did a Republican vote for. So you can thank a Republican the next time you go to the store or you go to the gas no, station. Bob, that's or false. Anywhere. Inflation. So it was infl- inflation came under Biden administration. So thank, inflation, thank that. Yes, it was one percent, one point five. The pandemic shut uh, everything down. Nothing was running. 
so now things are getting started back up. No, it's and false. as far as Spider-Man goes, you know, I think it's a good thing for him to try and get these uh, low offenders off of uh, penalties that taxpayers have to pay for their, you know, free bed and free meal cots. All right, we got you. All right, thank you so much, Bob. Thanks for checking in. I think it's three hots on a cot. One of our listeners says, Republicans have done nothing for Americans over a year or longer. Democrats have done everything for Americans. And another listener says, On the mark is Mm. pathetic. Yeah, we're supposed to get more information from Mavic Castello. Well, I would say, Tom, please call and give us factual information no, he just or dispute our factual information. But uh, He's an Abbott, I think Ab and Costello were pretty factual, weren't they? All right. 1-800-795-9565. Truth only if you're going to mm. call in <laughs> and opinion. We'll be right back. <laughs> There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing and can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. All right, welcome back. Got two callers. Then we're going to do our football preview. Ooh, yeah. uh, Dan, you are first. Uh, you're going to get uh, three minutes. Good morning. Well, you know, my agenda, their philosophy is America. We don't deserve all these freedoms that we've enjoyed. We we should be more world conscious. Yeah, like globally. the right to an abortion. Yeah, we don't deserve this. And the MAGA, if you want to call us that, I don't care what you call me, but we love freedom. We do not believe in globalism. And that's what this is all about. The The Democratic Party, they want to unite for a globalist agenda. That's where the problem is. And Trump and us Republicans that love Trump, we believe in freedom. So it comes right down to what Stan said, communism or freedom. If you vote Democratic, mostly you're voting now for globalism. And I MAGA Republicans, Republicans are for free. let freedom ring, make America great. And you can okay. see what the Biden administration done to our country. They tore everything down that Trump built up. Great. Well, the, the, Dan, there's seg- segments of the Republican Party are part of the globalists. So, yeah, so correct. I, I wouldn't say. Yeah, there's a part of them. 
Yeah, look at the neocons and look at the globalists on the Republican side, and then you you get the Lincoln Project and you get the Rhino scenarios with that. But uh, uh, but you know, look at look at where the money What's goes. What's the Heritage Foundation? Is that Lincoln cons- Lincoln Project? Yeah, Heritage Foundation is a think tank. They're they're conservative. Yeah, liberal. they they lean they lean right, okay. but they're 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 pretty they're pretty informational though. Dan, go ahead. You look at uh, here's what I always said. Trump has these thousands. Biden has a hundred or two at his rallies. So (laughs) you can tell who the people really like. And this is is the direction we have to go in. If we ever want to be a great country, we have to be free and follow Trump's agenda. Well, I'd made say this country great. Yeah, I'd say this, Dan. We are a great country. We just need to uh, readjust every now and then. And people say democracy is in demise. Well, democracy seems to be working fine. You can have some hiccups and some hurdles. You can have some disagreements and discussions. But, you know, people say January 6th was a threat to democracy. Well, it looked like democracy came up fine. And and you know it did. So three what, hours later we voted. Yeah. So what what are you know people want to complain about? What they want to use is January sixth for political reasons. What they want to use is the FBI for political reasons. Dan, we'll give you the last word. Go right ahead. Yeah, you're exactly right. If we come out. Uh, we and I I always said Pence did what he had to do, even though we believe the election wasn't honest. But Pence did what he had to do, and and we just have to move on and try to get these elections that you can't do them kind of things, dump ballots off. Right, we got to get that reform. That's what has to be Thank done you, Dan. And, Thanks for calling in. I got to move yeah, on. You guys have a great one. Hey, you too, buddy. All right, Joseph, last caller of the week. Go right ahead. Oh boy! Hallelujah. Uh, yeah, I agree with Dan. Boy, he hit it right on the head. It's all about the New World Order. It's all this globalist agenda. That is not why I called, though, but Dan had some very good comments there. Uh, why I called is your statement here, Mark, on the call of previous to Dan. You said, don't call in unless you have the truth. Well, I have the truth. And here's the truth. The, the Savior says, I am the truth, the way, the no, truth, no, and the life. No, 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 we're talking about politics. We're talking me. about, we're talking. <laughs> Joseph, we're talking about the truth of politics, not the Bible. If you want to talk about President Biden or President Trump or something like that, we'll give you the last word. That's what we're talking about. What's your view no. on the president's divisive speech last night? Well, even Pilate, when he stood, the Savior stood All before. Right, that's fine. Okay, we got you. Would that be Pontius Pilate? I would assume so, not the airline you pilot. You know, Pontius Pilate would be a good interview. <laughs> All right. Another state helping climate change. Hawaii quits coal usage mm-hmm. in an attempt to combat climate change. Thank you, Hawaii. Another listener says, Bob, 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 Bob. Republicans don't want to be responsible for destroying the country. That's why we won't vote for communism. Mm. All right, Chicken, are we going to win their game tonight? Mifflin County? Mifflin County, that's a road trip. I think uh, the Chief and Kevin will maybe stop at a diner and have some uh, have some good food on the way out there, but Chicken, we should win. I think, uh, again, I said last week, Coach Kaiser's building the culture. Yep. New foundation, uh, tough loss last week, uh, two-point conversion. But, no, Schick, Schick should beat Mifflin County. 
Seals Grove Juniata. Let's not get confused. That is not Juniata College, even though I think Seals Grove could give my uh, mm. old school run. <laughs> That's another uh, topic. boy. But uh, uh, Seals Grove Juniata potential very 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 good game so we'll be listening and uh yeah i think uh, the other games to look at though look at uh, southern columbia at schmokin henry hainoski taking the indians in against uh his uh his old school it's going to be a big hurdle for schmokin to get over that but another game that's a little bit out of the area but a very interesting one is going to be dunmore at mount carmel so uh but again get out enjoy your High school football, enjoy the high school cross country, the field hockey, the soccers that are going on at this level. We we send a lot of these boys and girls on the high school level to the PIAA finals yeah, and districts. Sports, He's, you know, we talk about yep. football and that gets a lot of the headlines. But, but boy, g- soccer and field hockey and everybody's getting started. Big games last night, cross country, Penn State, excellent. But I will have to say one of the bigger games coming up uh, today is Indiana, Pennsylvania, ladies field hockey against Wingate Ladies Field Hockey from North Carolina in Indiana. It's going to be a big game, Mark, and I know you might uh, be on the website looking that game up. Who's playing Lewisburg? Lewisburg is actually playing Jersey Shore, so uh, that's okay. going to be interesting. Uh, might be an up, yeah, might be an uphill. Jersey Shore is so tough. Even I know that. So. Yeah. But the Crimson Hawks, the IUP girl ladies, go go girls. Okay, fabulous. Well, thank you, sir. Thanks for coming in. You're not going to be here next week, so John huh? Shipman will come in. Uh, I already gave him something to think about. This the idea of actually uniting the country going to be talked about. Labor Day weekend. Union are good, labor is good, and you know, people get out and enjoy. Monday morning we'll have a special CBS Labor Day program in this time slot, so folks, uh, join us then. We'd love to have you on board and uh, we'll be enjoying the Dan Patrick Show then and now. This is News Radio 1070 WK, OK Sunbury.